Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Bobby Kelly. And it's Big J Okerson. We're actually a full radio show on Sirius XM, not just a podcast. For full episodes of The Bonfire, you can listen on the Sirius XM app. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Robert Kelly. <laughs> you're not a real tool guy, Bobby. I, no, you're out of your mind. You actually, you don't seem to like rock and roll or sports of any kind. This tool. I well, this is hurting my feelings. You probably don't know this band's tool. You guys don't know the <laughs> Pocket DJI Three either. Okay, that's How's true. That sound? You I got know. that right. You don't know the new MacBook Pro Max. Which one to get? The 14 inch or the 16 Correct. inch? 16. Don't be crazy. Really, you'd get the 16. Always go bigger. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah, well, I use my computer as essentially a traveling television, so I just want to be able to look at bigger screens when I watch films and smack get. off. I just got the brand new Mac. I got the Max. Holy shit, computer. 16-inch. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Get the big. Of course. Get of course the big. you got to yeah. go with the biggie. Get the um, big J. Okerson, Robert Kelly. It's Faction Talk, Series X and 103. It's the Bonfire. We have Andy Fury Merck out with us. Hey, all. And yes. we have another guest in the studio right now. I'm very in, excited to have him in here. We have so many guests this week. Yeah. So, tomorrow's guest, Ooh. we had a surprise guest for I tomorrow. Heard, I heard. Wow. We had, we, I mean, should you say? Okay. No, not yet. We'll say at the end of the show. Well, maybe we will. Maybe. Maybe no. we probably won't. I mean, but it's so crazy. Many, so many guessing games today. <laughs> we love games. Call in if you want to guess who tomorrow's guest is. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, our guest sitting in the studio right now, a guest. legend in the adult uh, industry, the adult films industry. He has a new book out called Filthy, The Rise and, parentheses, Pending Death of Vic Legina, everybody. It's the great Vic Legina joining us in studio. Hello there. Welcome What's to up, the bonfire, man? sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Uh, you're on a, the press tour with this book. This is a tell-all yeah, yeah, this was, I did about 20 years in porn as a producer and director for Brazzers. Uh, started with them before they were even Brazzers. And what was it called before that? Well, the first iteration was called Mansef. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, it was a combination of the two owners. Um, Manuel and Joseph? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but they, they, uh, <laughs> Manuel they, com- they combined, and they were a bunch of frat guys up in Montreal, Canada. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to have me shoot some porn for them, and they eventually grew to this behemoth. 
yeah. that was Brazzers and then opening up Pornhub and then going in a lot of different directions. Oh, That's well. Pretty amazing. I have an issue with those guys. If I, can touch <laughs> I have a 10-year-old that has an iPhone, uh, iPhone 14. and This uh, is not your fault. He's trying to blame me too, Vic. This isn't your fault at all. Yeah. Put your parental controls on. Yeah, for real. I don't know who they are. Stop letting your boy just diddle all over your house. I mean, it's crazy. He's too young the, the, to have to master the art of volume-free pornography. Yeah, Manuel I mean, and Joseph don't need to come down and help you. But, but when we came up, you're talking 20 years ago, so you've been through the evolution of porn. I mean, it was a, a, a cassette tape, of, I mean, a VHS tape that you had to go rent mm -hmm. at some fucked up, not the other video store. Right. You had to go in that back room, had a curtain. <laughs> Through the beads. Or had a curtain. You had to be with some other the, creepy some guys. Some of the franchises yep. had their own Absolutely. little porn section with the, yeah, with the saloon doors. Blockbuster did. Yeah, they, they no, had, Blockbuster had no Blockbuster porn did not you ever. But you couldn't put, you had to put saloon doors or a curtain, curtain because you couldn't put a regular door because we just shut it and jerk each other off yeah. <laughs> oh, to the box sure. covers. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, when I'm I was really, a little kid, I would have pounded right into it, <laughs> right behind a saloon door. But that's back in the day when you had a, you had a, like when I was a kid or when I had roommates, you had to go home. There was one VCR because yeah. they cost seventeen million dollars. Mm -hmm. You had to wait till nobody was home and put that sucker in, and then get it to the point where you liked it. Push play, have the remote in your hand, pull your pants down like you were robbing the house, and just jerk off and listen for car doors. Yeah. Like I knew my my I knew what a Honda door sounded like, yeah. as opposed to like a Chevy door. I knew yeah. if it was my neighbor or my mom uh -huh. coming home, and now. Everything, every porn ever made, every porn, and cut down to the part that you want to just get to mm -hmm. is right here, and I can type it in anything I want. Monkey, parachute, Dutch girl, sucking dick. Yep. And there's a monkey in a yeah. parachute. Nope. Yeah, well, there is. Pl plug it in. <laughs> well, porn always uh, led the uh, the way. Yeah, they were always the trailblazer on technology and everything else. So, uh, Bobby true. loves technology. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to type in monkey, parachute, porn. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want... I don't, uh, okay. Christine, type in monkey parachute. Uh, what was it? Monkey parachute. Uh, Dutch girl bl blowjob. Dutch girl blowjob. Yeah. I'm just afraid of what's going to come up. I, it's yeah, not, I mean, I'll tell you what. It's going to be either a Dutch girl blowjob or a monkey with a parachute. Those, they will not over. <laughs> they will not overcorrect that and find that for you. Yeah. No. The uh, I started off. Um, we had the magazines. You know, sure, the, the sure. penthouse, sure. the Playboys, and that's where I, I don't know if that's where it started with me, where I was like. Wow, like vaginas. And I went to summer camp, and you know, the counselors, they always had tons of porn. So yeah. I was reading those ads. I mean, at like 12, 13 years old. So it's not that uncommon. It was happening back then before the internet. So let's not blame But it. But it's not. The, well, no, my no. point is, is that it's not. It's so. It's so accessible back now. Then, that is crazy. I had, I had a yeah. thing called the red tape, okay? And it was this tape that I was <laughs> famous for because. And I would give it to my friend. They'd be like, dude, can I borrow the red tape? And I'm like, yeah, you have to give it back. And like, I get it back six months later. I gave it to Gary Gummin once. He gave it back to me two years later. He goes, thank you. And he like presented it to me. Thank you very much. And he gave me the red tape back. Because once you found that one you liked, it was hard. You had to go through hours of footage and you had to like an, watch was it. it. Was, was it an up and comers? Was that the name of it? Because they were always red. Randy West's up and comers. It was, I don't know, we but passed, well, we passed around the red tape that was Jenna Jameson's first scene. The reason why this one was good because it had fucked up scenarios, but they at the end of the thing. 
they would be like, hey, what's up? We just wanted to fool around a little bit. This is my husband. So they kind of brought you back to earth where you're like, okay, this isn't real. That'd be great. Dude, someone should do a porn where at the end everybody comes out to a studio audience and like takes like the bow to get, they all hold hands together. Like a sitcom in the 90s. This has been great. And then someone walks out. Somebody walks out and looks one more time and then turns off the light with his dick. (laughs) Great place. So, you know what I mean? Like technology is so, I mean, you can watch anything now on your phone. I could jerk off like in the bathroom if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, quick, quick, let me, stuff. how old were you when you got into, did you go right into directing or were you doing other stuff? No, no, I, um, so my, I had a, like a crash and burn tale in LA where I was like needing money and I wound up answering this ad in adult Did staffing. you do music first? No, 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 no. I was trying to get actually legit productions off the ground because that's my background. I had okay. two useless degrees in, in production. Like you don't need those, but I, for some reason, got them. <laughs> and I went out to LA and I, it always starts with a hot girl. You know, a hot girl got me to like follow her to LA and we're gonna crush it, babe. We're gonna do all that stuff. And yeah, was, mediocre girls get you a three bedroom ranch <laughs> and a kid in Westchester. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, just like getting more and more in debt. The thing that really got me in debt was she wanted to be a white female rapper. And I was like, oh, you, you, you go, babe. What? Yeah. She was hot, huh? Uh, yeah. well, that's, that's bad shit. Yeah. If she was a six, you would have told her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't you wrap your face with a prettier one? <laughs> yeah. So I bought into it. I thought, I thought my girl was going to be feminine. And <laughs> it resulted in a lot of uh, credit card debt. So then I answered an ad. So she's like, I just it. need more studio time, babe. Yeah, well, we, we hired <laughs> If I a, don't get the time, I can't make the ROMs. And I, I got all that in my head, baby. Yeah. You got to help me out here. Yeah, so he hired a former crip to be his, uh, be her producer. That's, that's, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and sounds I mean, healthy. Yeah, it was... It was, it was, it was Heard worse ideas. I mean, right. uh, Shook Knight was a former blood. Right. Well, hey, it's L.A. You have to, you know, kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. But um, then I had my first day of porn, uh, a young... Mexican kid with a speech impediment hired me to direct his porn movie. Really? And we shot four scenes in that that first day, including Manuel. with, uh, no, Ron Jeremy was the the end day, and I was still in awe with what he could do to with his body back then. Yeah. You know, I, I'm still in awe now. Yeah. yeah, well. With that body. Yeah, yeah. He just, he had this thing where he could, he's like, all right, babe, her name was Chance Fortune, and she was a busty blonde with huge areolas, and He's like, cut countdown from twenty. Yeah. And she starts counting down from twenty. As soon as he hit one, Pulls ejaculation. Out. Yeah. And then afterwards he's eating cold pizza butt naked in the kitchen. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, the countdown's great. He did a uh he did that on a, I watched a video recently of him doing that with a pregnant lady ah. in the nineties. Ah. Did yeah. the countdown for her. That's disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, I mean just <laughs> no, for the baby and that natural. girl's husband and that girl moving forward, but yeah. not for yeah. Ron Jeremy. And that baby in high, that kid in high school for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's my Ron, mom. Yeah, Ron Jeremy's dick. That baby definitely saw Ron Jeremy's dick. <laughs> I'm not saying he touched it. I'm just saying it got close enough where he's like, Whoa. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. The baby was like this in the belly. He actually saved the baby's life. The umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck and he unhinged hinged it with his cock. Uh, <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Would you believe me if I said Ron Jeremy saved my life in utero? <laughs> yeah, so then after that, it was uh, one thing led to another. I knew where to find the leads for porn. It was a website called gofuckyourself.com. 
And that's when I met the guys who would eventually become Brazzers. And I'd be shooting in a hotel room. This is, I moved, after LA was done, we went back to Florida. And I was shooting as much as I could in a hotel room, like a really seedy hotel room yeah. in Florida. And, you know, these guys would hit me up. He's like, hey, uh, Vic, can you shoot me a titty fuck scene? I'll give you 200 bucks. So I'm there with them already. And I'm like, got another nut in you? I was like, 100 bucks. And they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. And that's where it all started. Like those sleazy, like in the trenches moments was what eventually led to the guys who would become Brazzers. And I, I never messed with their money. I always delivered on time. I did editing, I did encoding, like I was an all-in-one service. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, okay, we're ready to go to the next level. We like you. Was that, was that not helped out by the degrees at all? Um, like that ability? <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, well, like, you said you, you were able to do all like the editing and stuff yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... well, okay, so before even I went into all that, I was um, a, a corporate producer. So right. I, I would sit and edit, and I would do like corporate stuff, and that's what got me out of there to go head but, to L.A. But back then, you had, I mean, you had to edit. Yeah. Like, edit, you, edit. I can edit on my phone now yeah, yeah. in two Cut. seconds. Yeah, you didn't know the not. Yeah, yeah back then, you had to like cut it and tape it and right or well, you, that, well actually in, in film school i did it but yeah it was non-linear editing where you did all the stuff and i knew how to do it so i was like okay I'll, Fuck it. i will i will be the cream that rises to the top yes. and i will shoot your porn movie and i won't take your money and they're going to be like they were happy with me so mm -hmm. they're like okay well we want to commit to you we want to give you 25 shoots a month but you know, we got to get out of Florida because Florida's like the grapefruit leagues of, of porn back then. I mean, Bang Bros was there, Reality Kings was there. I, you know, it's funny. I was super uh, into uh, all the Florida porn, and then they made a documentary, really making it look like a not a good scene. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But like, uh, what was it a hot girl? Hot girl, hot girls wanted hot girl the one guy had the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, far, the farmhouse of the right. girls like sleeping. Riley. Yeah. Riley. Yeah. Riley. Was that his name? Yes. <clears throat> um, but you know, they were like, "But we need you to get closer to the LA talent." And I was ready to go because I got the shit beaten out of me by three hurricanes in thirteen months, and I'm like, "All right." Jeez. So I wound up going to Vegas because I'm figuring, all right, let's 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 see how far I can take this. And I wound up buying this house that I had no business buying because I didn't have that much money in the bank, but they were giving mortgages away back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I got this, this huge house. And they were committing, you know, 25 shoots a month, and I was knocking them out, like, left and right. And this was the stuff, even though there wasn't that much money put into these productions, that's what grew into Brazzers. And they basically took... The whole concept was big boobs and big butts and make the girl hot and just do the tease and do all that stuff. And we're going to capitalize that. And these dudes knew how to market that because Internet was still in its infancy back then. Mm. So it was like a perfect shitstorm of like all this stuff. And I was like, you know, I think I can run pretty far with this. And if I take this house, I'm just going to work my butt off. And that's where it was. And they. They started uh, taking other ideas, like Naughty America, like uh, Naughty Office, right? They're like, we're going to do it, but we're going to make it about big boobs, so big tits at work. So I knocked out 10 scenes of those, and then it became like, okay, I had to deal with like $200 a scene mopes, and these are the guys that are in the corner, like, you know, jerking it because they, they can't keep their dick hard. Like us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, that's what they call us, $200 mopes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then they're like, what do you need now to like elevate? And I'm like, we need bigger cocks. Like, give me the guys that can actually like fuck and they don't have to wait for wood and we can just knock this out. And once they did that, they uh, they showed me a graph of like the unique views of how many like viewers they had from what they had before to everything else. And that's when 
They're like, we can give you whatever you need now, like keep going. And then they just started expanding. You know, the, the MILF niche was huge. So they're like, okay, let's take this idea, which involves this guy and his big dick, and let's combine the two with MILFs. And that's when you have MILFs like it big. And they're like, we want you to do some crazy stuff. Like go on the golf course and, you know, shoot the intro. And I'm like, all right. And then you have the groundskeepers like coming after you and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm done. And then you, you take off leaving and then you just go back to my house and they have sex. But I mean, this is where it all started and it blew up. Like I was like, I have no idea where this is happening. Right. But then, you know, the market, the housing market busted, especially in Vegas. So, can, I, can I ask this too? Yeah. What, what's the means by which like something blows up in porn? Because I said with the accessibility now of everything available in clips on mm -hmm. the tube sites, Everything. Where's the money? There's still enough people subscribing to browsers.com. Is that what it is? That was, like? that was back then. We're talking around 2006, oh, 2007. Okay. That is different. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And and so they were able to have a good presentation of it all. Also, you got those. The kind of was they have like their own like the network thing. Yes. Like those things was like yes. Bang Brothers. This is gonna wow. This is gonna date me. Yeah. I was gonna say date me, but yeah. make me look pathetic. <laughs> Bay Street Latinas. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> Jesus there Christ. Was not, there yep. was it was all but uh, Captain uh, Stabbin. Captain Stab, and they Stabbin, fucked on boats. That was a goodie. Uh, Mill Hunter. Mill Hunter. Steven then there was the college. Uh, oh, yeah, there was Cum Fiesta. I remember that one. Oh, Fiesta. Yeah. A lot of cum. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Lady Chatterley type yeah. of guy. <laughs> Bobby likes it more soft. I like a soft like thing. He likes the romantic story of a ranch hand. I like some background music playing <laughs> yeah. a soft Fiesta. nipple touch. Yeah. Did you, can I ask, not to sidetrack sure. here too much, but... um. You shot a lot. I mean, it's all sort of reality porn, I guess, to some degree, and like scenes more. But have you done any of those uh, on-site, like reality porns, or been a part of where there's actual people involved? Like the, I love that video so much of the of the porn guy stopping doggy style fucking a girl on a pool table because the frat dudes that were real were getting too shitty and then it's just so funny having this guy walk over the boner he's like hey motherfucker shut your mouth like they almost get into a fight and it's like a real thing and then the girls like you feel so bad because like the girls go there and like they're they're already fucking in front of all these guys they're gonna blow some of the guys apparently like the real college dudes and stuff and they were associating like, them packing up their car. It's all it's Ashley Blue I remember that because I always said Christine looks like her to me but like uh they're just putting their bags in their car like what the fuck with those guys you can't yeah. just like grab our assholes Rude. or whatever yeah it was pretty That's, wild that sounds like shane's world is that is that what that was no it was after i think it was like college uh, campus invasion one of those mm. things like that no i never i never got involved in that like the worst that i had to deal with when the trends were as such where i had to be the guy you know talking to the girl like the, the annoying guy that's annoying you when you're trying to jerk off like i had to be that guy right and i was like oh, the God. interviewer yeah the interviewer and like you know <laughs> the, like the ones you're like well, dude, you just shut the fuck up dude <laughs> i was that guy and i was like all right and then finally thankfully the trend shifted and they're like we're gonna do more scripted in the beginning and let's just take our competitors' ideas and just make them better. And they knew how to do it and they knew how to present it. I like a scripted dude. I yeah. like a little acting. I know that yeah. they say porn people can't act, but I some some Bobby, of them would you do audition for Pirates Four? Yeah. Yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, there were there were there were there were a few that could act, but but yeah, like but it, some it, of them went on to act. Uh, sure. did, uh Sasha, Sasha Gray. Gray. I like right? a little yeah. James Dean. I like a little build up. I don't like when it's hi, how you doing? Like, oh, Tracy right. words and I, yes. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Um, but th there's there's also too much. There's like there's a balance here, you right. know, because the girls they're just like, 
all right, dude, I'm tired of this acting. I want to suck a dick already. Let's go. Let's go. When can we fuck? That's my favorite type yeah. of girl, by the way. So you have to keep it <laughs> in life. Quick. Yeah. yeah. My mentality was let's not take ourselves seriously. Let's have a nice little funny little skit in the beginning and let's make the action hot. And, you know, let's get everyone look like they're enjoying themselves and deliver a nice high quality scene. And that was. Has, was there ever a time where a guy didn't show up and you had to fill in? No. So no. you ne you never like did never you been ever, on camera. Do you ever hook up no. with the chicks? Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days, people wake up and try to white knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You, you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with prize picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports <laughs> app. gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. 
Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babel so far. I learned one. Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it, you, you can't like be in that in that industry and not. And but here was the thing: I was always business. Like they show up, hi, I'm Vic. Here's your paperwork. Here's your script. Let's go get you into makeup. It was like an assembly line, and I wasn't. <laughs> like, I'm all business. Yeah. Hi, I'm Vic Legina. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep everything above board right now. Yeah. But but really, the whole thing. No sucking dick to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but the whole thing was like, I just didn't hit on the girls because I just wanted to get the day done. And they're like, why is he not paying attention to me? Like, because most of the dudes oh, are like, nice. Oh. So you like, a form of negging. Yeah. Well, be aloof and be disinterested yeah. and Smart. watch it just happen. And, and they would tell my makeup artist, they're like, how do I get his attention? And, you know, she would be like the, the one that got us together because I'm a generally awkward guy and I don't go up to a girl. And would you rec would you recommend against that? Like to other people in the business, like to stay. I mean, obviously it's going to happen, but you like probably shouldn't get too wrapped up with. I mean, have you ever had like an onset thing where there was like a problem, like a girl just doesn't like you because you hooked up, and no, or just some kind of thing, or just no. like, or or someone try to like uh, even say like your workspace was kind of like not good no. at all. Like no, no, was... because I I really even back then was like I just. 
I don't want to get involved in something where it's like it seemed weird or forced. Yeah, but or... you got to watch your crew. I'm saying too, like you don't like you have it's still your workplace. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? So I, if Jacob was like an asshole to somebody, like it saying. still falls back on us. Did you have to worry about like uh, this key grips a fucking jerk off? He's gonna blow it for me. Eventually, down the road, like I was in the beginning, was like, listen, if people want to have fun afterwards, have fun afterwards. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna police you. I was like, but when we're working. We're working. Yeah. Let's keep our shit together. Let's not get fucked up. And I had a pretty strong uh, drug and alcohol policy because I had one girl literally G out uh, in the middle of a shoot. Wow. She was... Um, <laughs> was she out? Uh, G, like GHB. Oh, oh, she, oh, She basically was up against the wall, started giggling, and then slid down the wall... Because she was covered in baby oil. Then you started giggling. <laughs> I, was like, no, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And me and the male tower were like, what is going on here? Like, And so he picked her up because he was also covered in baby oil, put her into and the he shower. Had, he had his dick inside her. No, no, we didn't even get to that part. Oh, okay. Like, this was when they were like- Slow down, Bobby. You like the buildup. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We didn't even get to that part. But she literally, he gra- grabbed her, put her into the shower, and she like made this noise like when the water hit her. And then we put her on the floor- put like a little blanket over her and I call her agent. I'm like, dude, your girl is like passed out on my floor. What the fuck do I do? And he's like, is she breathing? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, keep an eye on that. He's like, I assume you don't want paramedics and cops in front of your house. I'm like, you'd be right on that, sir. I don't. He's like, keep an eye on her. If she doesn't turn blue, we'll, you know, we'll, 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 we'll think about this. Yeah. It's good representation. It, I was like, I was like uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. I was going to say, <laughs> you know? yeah. do you have an adrenaline needle somewhere yeah, in here? Exactly. So where did you bury her? I think she did her? too much. Where did you <laughs> so, put the body? So the first thing I did was I called my makeup artist. And the I was wolf. Like, you need... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah jo- jo- Jody, do you have Jody coffee? Was the wolf. <laughs> Yeah, Jody was the wolf. She came over and I was like, what do we do here? She's like, all right, I got this. And she's like, she wakes her up. She's like, honey, if you get up now, I can get you to the airport. And sprung up like a kid who's like about ready to miss the bus, gets dressed. And off she goes to the airport. And I'm like, okay, let's learn something from that one. Let's make sure people keep their shit together on Damn. set. Yeah. Because, Damn. you know, at yeah, the coming end of the day, in on, Yeah, well, it's probably, I mean, like... You probably don't want to work with somebody who has to get super fucked up to do it anyway. Yeah, and it's it's kind of gross. I mean, but that that was always something that happened over time. Like, you have like I had to cut scenes because like they're like okay, they're too fucked up. You know, you did it long yeah. enough. Have you seen girls like uh, kind of go down and get themselves back together, or vice versa, who like start off down and kind of got it together more? Um, you kind of know. There's so much substance stuff in this world, you know, for sure. Entertainment in general. Yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into in the beginning, like. The, the thing that was interesting about porn was the bigger the train wreck, the bigger the star. You know? Oh, yeah, I bet. And the problem was the industry was enabling that quite a bit. They're like, well, who cares? She just get her there, shoot her, and whatever. And you're like, okay, so I've got a small little window of opportunity to shoot her before she really falls off the rails. And, you know, there's a lot of darkness in that did you, sense. Did you, did, sure. Could you ever, like... You know, like we'll see new comics be like, "Oh, that kid's that kid's got it." Mm-hmm. Did you ever see like a new girl and be like, "Oh, this chick's got oh, it." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Did you ever discover somebody? Did you ever just make somebody a star? No. Well, it, I think when you got to a certain level, you're like, if I just shoot you and I shoot you well, you're, it's just going to go on a life of its own. Um, but you do know, and you're like, "Wow, she's really strong, and she's going to go somewhere." Let's hope she keeps it together because right. the, the the shelf life uh, sometimes was just very short. Yeah. Who did you get to catch like the 
I think the big ones like Riley Reed and stuff, of course, when yeah. young and stuff. Um, Riley was already a big star, but she was always awesome to shoot. Like you know, you don't have to worry about about girls like Riley. Um, sometimes when they show up on your on your list, because we always get a list from the head office of who they want and everything else. Sometimes you see a name, you're like, oh, this is going to be a good day. You know, it's going to be a great. I've day. I've met a uh, who I thought was way more together than I would have pictured. She was um, Adriana Chechik. Oh yeah, she's first of all, it's hilarious that. I didn't watch much of her porn ever or just squirting scenes where you only heard her making noise. Yeah. She's a projectile squirter, Bob. Mm. But I just assume by look. Well, it's funny. Now when I see her face, I can't see it the other way. But because of just the way she looked and her name, I thought she was going to be like a genuine... Jay, like I, it turns out she's like from Jersey or something. Like, yeah. like people, I know people in no, Pennsylvania. I think. Jay, yeah. I, don't, I don't like spills. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I almost la- I almost sold my house because I spilt milk. Never mind. There she is, Bobby. Projectile squirt. Oh, I hate it. Come on, you don't mean that. I hate it. You don't mean that. I don't want to clean up. It's everywhere. No, you let it just oh, soak. Oh, it's underneath the cabinet. It's in the I, fridge. I think I shot that one over there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I mean she she was always great to shoot. But oh. here's here's the deal. Yeah. You know, you're mixing all of that up that you see there. Yeah. You're not your health is not always going to be great. So there was times when she's not showing up because yeah. she's ill. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, okay. And I always would tell her, I was like, listen, if you can't make it, just let me know the night before because yeah. they're flying from LA to <laughs> Vegas, and I already have well, the well, like, I think I had a bad your... cum squirt cocktail. <laughs> did you do it at your house, right? So did you... I, in the beginning, I did. Did they well, squirt what... in your house? Did like when they're squirting your house, weren't you like, oh god? So like the end of the day must suck. He got the location fee. For, fortunately, <laughs> the the squirting thing didn't really take off until later. Nice. Yeah, but I had my own problems, like grabbing a doorknob full of lube or oh, sitting on a toilet where you've got the ring of hey. of of oil and oh. you got their their oily DNA against your butt cheeks. Do you ever slip on someone else's cum? No, no, and I never got no friendly came fire. On, nothing no fr- like that. No friendly fire. I did, and this will this is going to bother you. Uh, I did get so squirted on my face once. Um, you what? I got squirted on. It's fine. I, I made a, a rookie move. I had a big oh, beard, oh, so I was fine. Rookie mistake. Uh, yeah. I, I Snickers. Went, I, went, Snickers. I went yeah. for the high angle. Yeah, the NFL sponsored <laughs> by. You ever have a Snickers? It satisfies. Uh, no, I, I went for the high angle pile driver. Yeah. Johnny Sins was fucking downwards, and I'm like, I figure she's like, she sees me with the camera. She's going to keep it in. Yeah. Nope. As soon as he takes his dick out, geyser and all over my face and oh. i'm like that might have just been her having some fun on your bed maybe but i put down my camera i'm like i'll be right back yeah and then, I mean, you had designated this this part of the house is off limits yes there was there was um there was a line an invisible line between my bathroom or my, my office and my bedroom like this line you do not cross right but once i think i shot my house out like we shot too much there it was time to move to another house and then another house and then eventually i got a studio it is funny some you watch porn and you when you start to recognize things yes. you're like i've seen those curtains before yes. this yeah. is they don't live there yeah chances are you've probably seen my pool before <laughs> yeah, i'm sure i yeah. have yeah yeah there was a big scene with lisa Ann and johnny sins that uh it's still on on the members so lisa what what, well. what yeah. is this book about uh, everything. I mean, it's it's my trajectory from beginning to end, how yeah. it start to how it finished. Okay. But I was working on this starting around 2015 because there was a lot going on. At that point, I had been doing this for, for quite a bit of time. We're talking nine years. And I needed to get it out into a tangible form. But I was like, I don't know. How, it was more of a journal. But then, you know, we would have a shutdown for, let's say, HIV. And I was like, all right, let's go update. And then I keep updating. And then COVID hit. And then I kept updating. And then 
my relationship with the company severed. And I was like, okay, the tale of Vic Legina is ending. But then the tale of MindGeek, which is what the company eventually became, their story was ending too. But the problem I had with the book at one point was I was like, well, it's all about me. And I was like in this whole ego shedding phase where I'm like, who's going to give a shit about what I have to say, even though I've seen some shit. But then it wasn't until like I, I did call into Howard because they were talking about. Uh, yeah, I've that, heard him talk about you on Howard several times. They mentioned you the other day. Yeah, this Sal, week. Sal mentioned me this week. He's at the great Vic Lachana. I, I love that. I was yes. like, I was like, yes. But um, when I talked to Howard, I called him because a guy needed tips on how to have his have anal sex with his girlfriend, and I felt I could lend into the conversation. Mm. But the conversations that Howard was asking me, I was like, that's when the light bulb went off. I was like. I've got another 100, 100 pages of material. So I cranked them all out, and I assimilated all of it into the book, added a prologue, added an epilogue of the craziest shit, like the the orgy at my house. There was a, it was Brazzers Live 17 poolside pounding, where I had five girls, no, yeah, five girls, three guys. Christine, loud, put this in our queue? Yeah, <laughs> loud orgy in my backyard. And literally after we wrapped, uh, the cops rolled up. Yeah. And I dealt with cops before plenty of my time. They always, for some reason, send four cops to every call like this because they're like, they, they want to see some boobies. Just enough and for they a bang. They rip those pants off because they have Velcro. That's they start fucking. Was. Yeah. So that's the uh, prologue. The epilogue was when we were looking for the next Brazzers male talent. And this was the greatest Jacob. shit show I ever <laughs> shot. Can you help Jacob into porn? He, he has a not even porn, or at least teach him, or at least teach him how to anal. Yeah, could you yeah. teach him? He has his nine foot penis, and he has a solid body. Uh, hang on, our Black Lou has a question. Black Lou is working from uh, home today. Black Lou, you have a question for the great Vic Legina? Absolutely, Vic. I wanted to ask you, how do you if he's feel related to Pete Legina? <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the new uh, oh, the Bayonne Leginas? The new what? Sorry. How do you feel about the new state laws uh, requiring people now to show ID before viewing porn uh, on certain websites? Well, how do I feel? I mean, there's, there's, I guess the whole reason of it is to prevent, you know, people from. Yeah, from I feel it. great about it. From you Bobby's do. pervy yeah. son. Yeah, then, then, I downloaded all the things that I jerk <laughs> off to. I have on my phone downloaded. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you have the invasion <clears throat> of privacy uh, aspect of it as well. Um, here's the thing. I don't have a dog in this fight anymore, so I don't really care. It's their fight to, to, to fight. Sure. Um, I think it's still going to be accessible and people are still going to do it. I mean, I got, I was seeing porn at like 11, 12, 13 years old. And, you know, rest in peace, Al Goldstein and, and, and Larry Flint. I mean, these are the mentors. These are the ones that, that did it all. Um, but as far as your question goes, how do I feel about it? Uh, I could give a shit, man. I don't care anymore. That they have all those rules for it. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like, I guess like, I'm all right with it. I think yeah. when we were I don't ruin everything. I know when, I wouldn't. We were it kids, would be, though, I'd be it was, if I was a kid. But we, when we were kids. It was it was harder to get porn. Yeah. When you did get it, it was you know it, there wasn't as much of it out there. Yeah. I found it in and the fucking woods. You jerked off to a photo. We jerked off to photos. But that's almost what yeah. I'm yeah. saying. Also, photo. but even if when like internet porn like came at the beginning of it though, and it took forever to download a clip, and it yeah. would be a small clip, and yep. it, even it was all that, you'd get like three or five clips that were just. That's my porn. Yeah. Like, I have those five, like, I can't, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm out of AOL hours or whatever, and I can't, but here's the, and they're this big, and uh, and then you just use those, but the yeah. idea that now you're just like, no, yep. no, yep. next one, flip it. All right, I just add that, parachute to monkey Dutch girl porn. By the yeah. way, you never we looked never, over. Uh, it is. I know. You didn't look over. I did. No, you didn't. 
You didn't. She found it, right? But did you didn't you look it? over. I did look over. She yeah, showed me it. There's a variation of it. She showed me it. You did. Uh... She showed me it. Uh, but, uh, but the thing yeah. is, is that the progression of porn mm-hmm. as a young kid to older yeah. Yeah. was it's... a little e- was a little slower than it is now. Sure. Now it's just well, straight yeah. to mm-hmm. you know sticking shit in chicks' asses. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I, I I felt like back in the day you would watch a little HBO something mm-hmm. or a little Sears catalog titties, and then you'd move over to a Playboy, and then you go to Hustler, then you go to Debonair. If, if you were Indian, to a, if, you said if you were Max, seventeen Emmanuel. or eight, all right. If you if you were seventeen or eighteen though, and like <laughs> you, uh, like you couldn't just come on a girl's face, she wouldn't be like ready for that. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I understand, but I think now there's no progression. It's just right to the worst shit ever. Yeah, yeah, right. 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 I'm saying it's like no. That's almost what I'm saying now. Yeah. An eighteen year old girl now is like. Yeah, the face is That's where you, you come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, it wouldn't weird. be a mind blow. It's strange. Yeah. It's the, the uh, early thing. But I would have loved it <laughs> when I was a kid <laughs> if I had that kind of access. Because I did have to go. I loved porn and I had to go through quite a bit. My, my buddy John worked at a newsstand and he would bring me the. Like when the end of the month was up, they had to take pull the old ones and send them back to the company in some way. But he was. They would let the employees take some. And he. Didn't care about porn. <laughs> what? It still never makes sense to me. But he would just give them to me, uh-huh. and I had a telescope box full of them. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, uh-huh. I loved. I loved the uh, Swank and Hustler. There was a couple yeah. girls in there. Cherry. Oh, just have that Gent. one. That one photo. Society. Yeah, I think the worst was it was the uh, the ads in the back. Billy the Eagle. Oh, I love those. The fucking dude. When you got a hovercraft <laughs> in the back. <laughs> no, it was like no. It, was, it was the numbers. It was the phone numbers. Yeah, uh, dude, I yeah. did Sometimes that. Those so many too. pages of yeah. it. My uncle had his. Uh, his magazine, me and my friend called the numbers. Mm. He got he had his own phone downstairs, got charged, got me in the kitchen, started going, you motherfucker. My grandmother came out and she's like, what's wrong? And I go, tell her. And he was like, nothing, had to eat it. Because mm-hmm. she yeah. she's Irish Catholic Boston. She was like, why are you yelling at Bobby? He had to eat it because he couldn't tell him I was a fucking dirty magazine, you piece of shit. Yeah. By the way, those ads were why uh, probably there's transphobia today because they would just put a, like superimpose yeah. a cock on just mm. a super. Sometimes you'd recognize the porn girl. Yeah. Yeah. He's put a cock on, and then people would call those numbers. You're like that's not what's there. Yeah, that's not what answered the phone. Yeah, the first. Yeah, the first trans girl you went with. You're like, why is it? That's a weird dick. Because you were, but you were going like. The girl's so beautiful. I guess I am. I guess I'll do it. Right. And then you call, right. and you're like, well, that's not what's there. Vic, how? Go ahead, Jake. Well, I, you were talking. You were. You got to the point where the housing bubble burst. Mm. That was fascinating. <laughs> what happened next? Because I, I mean, I speaking of the subprime mortgage yeah. crisis. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, yeah. My, after that, I have a COVID question. Yeah. My my, my property well, value have... dropped quite a bit, and my back was against the wall. So I had to keep Jeremy. keep working hard right. to to not lose what what I already just bought. You know. Yeah. And but and I I had to stay on with this thing a lot longer than I than I really planned because. Kind of had to. I mean, if I take on a debt or an obligation, I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill it, and I'm gonna work my ass off with my back against the wall. So that was the house that you had just bought in Vegas. Yeah, and two years later, bubble burst, and now you know you're underwater. That's you know. cool. Biggest dick you ever saw. Go. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask for the craziest story in the book. One of the craziest stories. In the well, book. actually, before you tell the craziest, yeah. I'm more curious. Um, do you is anything in the book where you were like? Someone might be pissed when they read this. Well, there's, pretty... um, there's, there's some in memoriams because, you know, oh. I had to 
talk about the girls that I knew on a personal level and they died. But my my biggest goal with the book was to showcase the bizarre and awkward. Like yeah. I'm kind of an awkward guy anyways. I'm socially a little awkward and until I get comfortable around people. But the thing I find fascinating are like the things that you just can't not watch. You're just like What's going to happen next? I mean, my life was a shit show. My romantic relationships were shit shows. But when it came to the stories where I was like, had to reveal the sex with with people who were dead, um, I felt one hand it could be looked at as classless. But on the other hand, it's like, well, wait a minute. This is really what it could be like when you're fucking a porn star. Like you think it's going to be great. But it can go sideways really quick. And those are the things that I remember because you remember the stuff that, that, that sure. goes sideways. You remember the bad smells. You remember Whoa. the train wrecks. You remember, um, you know, just being almost feel like you're being held captive uh, by a girl who's screaming at you to do these certain things. And I felt like a bear Did... caught in a trap and I wanted to eat my arm off to get the fuck out of that room. Those are the stories I wanted to tell because it's like... Did you know the girl who got a... Uh... She killed herself <laughs> after... No. Um... What, she took a picture like she got naked in front of like a George Floyd memorial picture. Ooh, oh, I didn't yeah, know about yeah, that. Yeah. But I remember that story. Dude, I forget... Who yeah. said it? I don't know if it, it might have been. Che, just, it might have been Michael Che who said it on like uh, Skanks one. Day. But um, it was they showed that picture and they were like she killed herself because she was so like inundated or got like hammered yeah, yeah. so much with like uh, insults took, like, for a top of for doing that. And someone was like, "She's a porn star. She just like that is her like memorial. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. hey, George Floyd. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but like, I don't think it was intent. Yeah, and you got to figure other stuff is. Dakota Sky. Oh, oh yeah. Say. Okay, so I remember. I think I was. I might have shot her once, mm -hmm. and I think the reality with her was it was. Um, let's avoid because she's not really all there. They, right. Know? Gotcha. How'd you know? she kill herself? Oh wow! Wow. Okay, uh, that's that, that's a that's an image. What? She what shot was, the police. What is this your, girl uh, was what on. Is, <laughs> what is your life like now then? Um, complete opposite. You know, I've been doing a lot of uh, internal work. You You're in medical school. Is your, uh, yeah. is your real estate portfolio. Yeah, yeah I um, after COVID hit and the business changed forever, um, that was kind of my cue, like, I think it's time to move on because the rules changed quite a bit. You know, my generation, the generation after mine, we always knew, like, we talked, you know, we communicated. Hey, I'm not cool with this cut. Stop. I'm not into it. And you're like, that's the magic word. Mm. Okay, let's figure this out. The younger generation, and I don't know what it is, it seemed from, like, 1995 and onward, you know, they're on their iPhones, they're on their iPads, they are uh, social media, they don't know how to talk. 100%. So, some, so yeah. sometimes you're shooting an entire scene, and you know, look at me, I'm, I'm looking at a little viewfinder, I'm looking at focus and composition and exposure. Yeah. I'm not thinking about what's in your brain. I'm relying on you to say, sure. I'm not cool with this. They wouldn't do that. The whole thing of powering through became a narrative, and you're like... Oh, I'm supposed to be a mind reader now. Mm. Okay. And, and then come out and be like, right, and, and, I, I was uncomfortable yeah, in that like, thing. We had so many mm. like layers of protocols. Like you do sign outs, they're holding their check. How did everything go? Were you treated okay? Because I always wanted people to come back. I always wanted people to have a good Professional. time. Professional. Right. And when you have that and you're like caught blindside, you're like, the question we're not asking is, should this person be in porn? Yeah. Because if you don't know how to say no or cut or any of that, right. you shouldn't be in it. And you're a liability to everyone else. And that's where I was like, I think I'm done. I think I've done enough. What's the name of the book, man? Filthy. Filthy. Yes. Filthy the Rise and Pending Death of Vic Legina. It's yeah. available at Vic Legina, V I C L A G I N A dot com. 
Uh, Thanks for coming in, man. Thank that was you really so much, man. Yeah. Nice thank to you. meet you, man. Very good to meet me. you. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we man. hope you sell a bunch of books. Again, it's Filthy, The Rise and Pending Death of and, Vic Legina. Andy Fiora, he's going to be annual Thanksgiving Spectacular is back again. And the Dojo of Comedy in Morris Plain... Uh, North New Plains. Jer- North Plains, yeah. New Jersey, Saturday, November Andy's 25th. these plugs are like a, a press release. I know. <laughs> and New, New Jersey's lineup featuring Greg Stone, Anthony DeVito, and a few surprise guests for tickets and all other dates. Please go to AndyFiori.com. Big J. Okerson. This, guys, sell it out. There's a couple tickets left. Low ticket sale. Philadelphia at Live Casino. Low ticket, casino. Low ticket warning. Low ticket warning. <laughs> November <laughs> 18th. And go to RobertKellyLive.com for all my dates. BigJComedy.com for all his dates. We'll see you later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. That was just a portion of our actual Sirius XM radio show. If you want the whole thing, go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. That's right. And go to BigJComedy.com and RobertKellyLive.com to check out our stand updates coming to a city near you. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey honey you know your dad's world famous chili yeah the one that takes 24 hours to make so i was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table but it was like super hot and then i um dropped it and now the floor looks all you know stained with chili look the point is you guys cool with pizza for dinner (laughs) honey oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed the south dakota stories volume seven My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time.